Hey guys, thank you so much for coming to Momentum Church today. As you can see, I'm not in Florida. We are actually in West Virginia, right outside of Beckley in Ghent. We are right here at Winter Place with our students. We have middle schoolers and we have high schoolers. And man, we got brave leaders that have joined us out here. And as I'm speaking right now, speaking live, it is snowing. And so I wonder if some of you have never even seen snow. It's kind of cool when people see snow for the first time, right? Like talking to some of the young people and even some of our adults earlier today, they said, I've never actually seen snow fall from the sky. Cause that's just something about snow, man. It's beautiful. You know, we grew up in Tennessee, Steph and I both did. And in Tennessee, man, if we got three inches of snow, I mean, we were good. School was gonna be canceled for a week, which we wanted, we loved. But even better than that, we knew we would have a snowball fight. We knew that we would have a good old fashioned snowball fight. And man, we had some great memories, some great memories. One of those memories, my brother and I, we were throwing snowballs, man, we were getting it. And I never, never forget, he pegged me and it was one of those hits that I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get him back for that. I'm gonna get him back good. I'm gonna hit him in the kisser. I'm gonna get him right, right here with that snowball. Well, he popped up. I saw him, I threw that snowball as hard as I could. I mean, I got the snow, I got in my hands, I formed that snowball, I was waiting. And as soon as I saw him pop up, you know what I did. I took that snowball and I threw it. I threw it at him. The problem was I didn't hit him. He ducked, but do you know who was behind him? Mama G. Mama G was behind him and I nailed Mama G with that snowball. Memories, playing in the snow. Speaking of Mama G, Mama G would take, I mean, what is whiter than snow, right? What's purer than snow? Mama G taught us the secret because she grew up in New York and she taught us how to make snow cream. And I'm telling you, man, there's something about going outside, getting fresh snow, wanna stay away from the yellow stuff, but you get fresh snow and then adding some milk. We do Hershey syrup and some sugar and just eating like your own custom homemade snow cream. It's nothing like it. That was one of our favorite things. I love snow. There's a couple things about snow that just fascinates me. One is snow makes everything more beautiful, right? It makes everything more beautiful. I mean, you can take a dead tree, like right here, the leaves are dead, they're brown, but as soon as snow gets on it, it looks better. Right behind me, I mean, this just is just beautiful, beautiful. Everything, when it's covered with snow, it just looks so much better, right? I mean, even dead things, it makes them look alive. Ugly things, it makes them look better. Well, speaking of ugly, 
There's a guy in the Bible, you know him. He was a man after God's own heart. His name was David. David. David messed up. David messed up. You probably know what I'm talking about. David was the king. David had everything that he wanted. And one day, David went out on his balcony. Now you imagine King David, he's living in a castle. His house is bigger and his balcony is bigger and higher than others. Says he steps outside one day when he should have been at war. He looks down from his balcony and he sees this woman. She's taking a bath. Coincidentally, her name was Bathsheba. He didn't know who she was, but he saw her taking a bath and he looked and he looked again. And normally it's that look again that will get you. He lusted and then he envied. He said, find out who she is. Bring her to me. I want to sleep with that woman. So here a man after God's own heart had evil come out of his heart. Well, they said, King David, her name's Bathsheba and she's married. So the messengers came back and they said, David, not only is Bathsheba married, but her husband is one of your soldiers and he's away fighting. And you know what David did? David had him murdered. David said, put Uriah at the front of the lines where the battle is the most intense. I mean, I want him right in the middle of extreme intensity. And as soon as that happened, it was David's idea to get everyone else to pull back. And that's what happened. And Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, died. David slept with his wife. David had Uriah murdered and he covered it up. And a man named Nathan, a prophet, a man of God came to David and he said, he told this story. And David was infuriated about the story about someone who had a whole bunch of sheep and took a, a man that only had one sheep, took his sheep. And David was so angry, he was so upset. He said, the man that did that, he needs to be killed. He must be punished. And Nathan, the man of God, took his finger and he pointed at David and he said, David, you are the man. You're the one I'm talking about. And all of a sudden, David, David, the man after God's own heart, was confronted with his sin. Sin is not a pretty thing. In fact, sin is ugly. Sin will always take you further than you want to go. It'll make you pay more. It'll cost you a lot more than you are willing to pay. And it will keep you a whole lot longer than you want to stay. That's what sin does. Now, all of us are sinners. You know, we look at David and say, my gosh, I can't believe that. David did that. That's horrible. But you know what? All of our sin is ugly. Hey, help me real quick, would you? Let's have a little fun. Turn to the person beside you right now. Look at him and say, look at him and say, your sin is ugly. Mm -hmm. Our sin's ugly. Now look back at him one more time and say, and so is mine. You know, recently, Steph and I, we had a fight and we didn't just have any fight. We, we, we had a blowout. We had a real bad fight. 
One of those fights where you're really angry. I'm not talking about like mild hot sauce. I'm not talking about the hot, hot sauce. I'm talking about like the extreme fire. You know what I'm talking about? We hadn't had one of those in years and years and years. But whoo, man, it was bad. It was bad. It was so bad. You know, the truth is our sin is ugly. You know what Steph and I did? The next morning, we got up and we both apologized. See, it's easier to see someone else's sin and how ugly it is. But when we are confronted with our own sin, whew, and that is why David wrote Psalm 51. Listen to this one verse. He cried out to God and he said, purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me. And David said, I will be whiter than snow. I'm so thankful for the love of Jesus. And I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus, God's only son that was shed on the cross so you and I could have our sins, not just covered, but cleansed. And if you're here today and there's some sin in your heart, some ugliness in your heart, you know what? You need to go to God. Even as a Christian, you need to make it right. Maybe you need to make it right with other people. Like Steph and I, we wasn't enough to say, God, I'm sorry, that was horrible. God, I was ugly. I said some things I shouldn't have said. God, I let my anger fly. I'm so sorry, God, forgive me. And God's like, no, 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 go tell it to the person you sinned against. I wonder how many of us need to go make things right with somebody that we sinned against. I'd encourage you to do that. And then if you're here today and you're not a Christian, can I tell you, God wants to take your sins, though they are red as crimson, God wants to cleanse them, make it whiter than snow. Would you bow your heads with me? Let's pray. Hey, with heads bowed and eyes closed, I wonder how many of you right now in Navarre, some of you men that have just come to Blackwater for the first time, you guys in Pensacola, our friends watching online, I wonder how many of you as a Christian well, I was telling this story, God was reminding you about some of the evil, some of the sin in your own heart. Well, 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just, he will forgive us of our sins and he'll cleanse us white as snow. He'll cleanse us from all of our sin. I'd encourage you right now, make it right with God. Make it right with God say, God, I'm sorry, I lost my temper. God, I'm sorry I said some things I shouldn't have said. God, I'm sorry I told a lie. God, I was talking about someone in gossip. God, I'm sorry I was in traffic and lost. Whatever it is, wherever the Spirit of God is working on you right now, just like the snow right now is falling, so is God's forgiveness, His kindness, and His grace is still falling. It will cover you, but it will cleanse you. How many of you would say, that's me, Pastor Tim? I need to make some things right with God. I've had some sin in my heart, some sin in my life, and I need to make it right with other people. Raise that hand, would you hold it up? That's right, Navar. Let's go, Pensacola, hold it up. Come on, online, let us know in the chat. Blackwater, hold your hand up high. Don't be shy, hold it up. That's right. God bless you, he sees you, he knows it. Maybe God's leading you to make things right with someone else. I pray that you will. 
And maybe you're here today and you're not a Christian. You, you, you don't know how beautiful it is for God's forgiveness to fall like beautiful snow. God loves you so much and God died on the cross and he shed his blood, he was buried and he rose again so you and I could have victory over sin. But let me tell you something, sin cost him his life. Jesus died on that cross because that was the only way through his blood being shed on that cross was the only way that you and I could be forgiven. The only way that you and I could be made right and be made new. And God does love you, but there's only one way to heaven and it's through the blood of Jesus, through the forgiveness of Jesus. If you're watching online today and you're not a Christian, let me tell you something, sir. Let me tell you something, ma'am. Today is your day of salvation. If you're sitting in black water, you're a gangbanger, you're a tough dude, you're a big, strong guy, you're living for yourself, and God is not your savior, let me tell you something, it's appointed unto man wants to die, and after that, the judgment. You will stand before God, you will give account of your sins, or you can let the blood of Jesus, like David said, make you whiter than snow. If you're a sinner who needs a savior, I wanna lead you right now in what's called a sinner's prayer. You're not praying to me, you're praying right to God. The best you know how, you're confessing you're a sinner who needs a savior. I want everybody at every, every, every campus, every location, I want you right now to pray this with me. We're talking straight to God. Would you say, Jesus, I'm a sinner and I desperately need a savior. Thank you for loving me and bleeding and dying for me. I believe you rose again on the third day. And today, I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. I give you my life. I receive your life. Now teach me how to live. In Jesus' name. Amen. Everyone look up. Everyone look up right here as the snow's falling. Oh man, God's love, God's kindness, God's generosity, His grace and His mercy is falling today. Some of you, is, it's come upon you as you're sitting in prison. Some of you, you're sitting at home. Some of you're sitting in Pensacola. Some of you're sitting in Navarre. And right now, man, God's forgiveness is falling fresh on you today because you asked Him to do for you what you never could do for yourself. This is the greatest day. If you made that decision today, you prayed that prayer today, I want you to let us know at every campus on the count of three. I want you on the count of three, I want you to shoot up your hand. Don't be afraid. Don't worry about what other people think because I'm going to tell you what they think. They were there before. And what they think and what they know is you just made the best decision of your life. We're going to clap for you. If you're watching online, friend, let us know. We want to partner with you. We want to come together and help you grow in this new journey of faith. So on the count of three, you ready, church? Here we go. One, two, three. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Let's celebrate, church. Come on. Hold those hands up high. Let's go. I believe we have hands in the air. Every campus, every, every gathering. Let's go. Come on, Pensacola. Hold them up. Come on, Navarre, Blackwater. Let's go. Man, God bless you. That's the greatest thing that you could ever do. Now listen, on your way out, I want you to go tell somebody 
what Jesus did for you. And here's the phrase that pays. Jesus made me new. Whiter than snow. Whiter than snow. So proud of y'all. Well, listen, it's been an amazing time. So glad that you guys came to church. We're going to stand up to our feet in just a minute. We're going to sing before we leave. So no one else leaving. This is still a holy time. I want you to go tell someone today, Jesus made me new. Hey, and one more thing, guys. Listen, I want you to see some of this incredible beauty that we're seeing. So come with us. Let's look at some beautiful, beautiful views.